All right. Well, welcome everybody to um, Council Chat. We're excited to be starting off the first of 2021. It's been an exciting week already. A lot of people are saying it almost feels like we've had a full year all, already. So myself, Councilmember Jeff Blueball, joined this morning with Councilmember Brian Fry. Brian, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you uh, taking the lead this morning and, and running this and I look forward to having a good conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the first agenda item we're going to have next Tuesday is um, selection of the new vice mayor. Myself, Brian, we, bo- we both um, served as vice mayor for the city. You know, years ago, it used to be the mayor was on a rotational basis. Oh, yeah. The council would vote for one of our colleagues. It's kind of, kind of a, a rotation. We, we kind of take terms. I, I think Brandon Johnson, Councilmember Johnson, is the only one on the council now that hasn't served as vice mayor. So, well, Councilmember uh, Tuttle hasn't either. Councilmember Tuttle hasn't either. Right. Okay, okay, but, yeah, but, yeah. But Johnson has been on council a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and again, so we kind of, I know we rotate this and we try to make sure that you've been on long enough to have some experience. And, you know, it, it's drinking from the fire hose when you first get on the council. There's a lot to learn in a, in a short amount of time. So people forget that we are a big, business. The city government is 3,500 employees. And to do this job, you've got to make sure you're getting the information and putting in the time. And mayor takes a lot of time. Vice mayor, council member takes a lot of time. And to have someone who's willing to do it for council member, vice mayor now, Claycomb has done a great job this last year. So I look forward to our our next selection and, and moving forward, keep the city going. You know, it, it was a little bit different in 2020. Vice Mayor Clay Combe did an excellent job, as you said, getting around. But, you know, when the rest of us, normally there's so many social events or yeah. so many appearances that the mayor's appearing at. And the vice mayor, they, they split off a, a, lot, a lot of those ceremonies, groundbreakings or meetings or whatever it is. So it's been a little bit different trying to do all that virtually over yeah. the last year. So hopefully we can... Get, get a little bit more social in 2021 and, exactly. and not have to do everything so virtual like we are now. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out and seeing people again and going to meetings. There's no substitute for face-to-face interaction. A- absolutely, um, absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, you know, like we always say, we're a small, big town. You know, we're top 50 city in the United States, but yet we... We still, you still kind of know everybody when you yeah. go around or, or it's one degree of separation. It seems like, you know, exactly. knows everybody. So exactly. I guess we're going to talk about the legislative agenda on Tuesday. Um, I think we're going to continue to look at the passenger rail and um, ask the use of star bonds. We've had, we've had pretty, been pretty successful with our star bond use. Um, Brian, you want to elaborate a little bit here on yeah. what you're thinking? You know, the 2020 legislative session was cut so short due to COVID that not a lot got accomplished. You know, they ended early and and only had a few items that they even discussed a few bills. So there's a lot to continue to follow up on from what our agenda was in 19. And a lot of it still remains the same. We need to continue to focus on our workforce development, uh, making sure that we're doing things with uh, education system, that we're training and, and getting the right type of workers for our companies, that they're getting the right education. Um, whether it be at WSU Tech or Wichita State or any of our universities. Economic development continues to be a number one issue, I believe. Uh, And I think the council is on our agenda, whether it be through star bonds or just making sure we got the best environment um, for our companies 
to continue to grow and expand as necessary and give them the, again, whether it's workforce training or education, uh, those are two things. We're going to continue to deal with COVID, there's no doubt, and making sure we've got the necessary funding uh, available to us and our companies here so, so that they can succeed and grow and, and be open for business. Um, there's too many that have been struggling uh, over the 2020. So COVID is going to continue to be top of mind. Uh, you mentioned passenger rail. Yesterday, we had a legislative uh, agenda presentation. And it's funny, when you when you hear WSU's I-35 corridor plan, it really matches up well with Amtrak. And if we can continue to have that alternative transportation to connect along that I-35 corridor with Amtrak, I think that's going to pay dividends down the road. So got to keep pushing for that. And you and I both agree that public safety is still a top priority. And I think the rest of the council agrees on that and making sure that we're doing the things to keep our citizens safe. Those are all top priorities. It's exciting to get back into that. You know, it would feel like we'll pick up from 19 because 20 was such a a shortened season. But uh, there's a lot of new faces at the legislature and we've got to make some introductions to those folks. Um, what I'm really excited about is that the leadership uh, of Topeka is really now kind of concentrated in the Central County area. House Majority Leader, uh, Gene Sullentrop, Senator, uh, President of the Senate. So we've got some concentration of power uh, from Topeka here in Wichita. So I think that's going to be a good sign for us and keep those relationships going. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, Brian. Um, you know, a lot of times we have the talk about it. We feel like, well, Johnson County gets all the attention. We need more attention in our area. Well, we have the leadership in our backyard. They, yeah. they know our story. They know our needs. So hopefully that'll work out and help balance some of that out. I think I think you really nailed it earlier when you talked about the city of Wichita being a huge business. We're a big machine that needs to be well-oiled, just like, yeah. like you were stating. We've got to have the training for the jobs, to have the manpower, to have the needs. I'm curious to see how COVID is going to change our business clusters. Are we going to see more into health and science? And, you know, I'm, I'm sure we have an important part we can play in that. Yeah, absolutely. And how it's going to affect everything from the footprint of the city, right? From office space to retail environment and how that's changing. You know, more people are buying stuff off of Amazon. And we've got a huge Amazon warehouse that's being built here. Um, but that also affects our revenues like internet sales tax, right? And making sure that all those people that are purchasing things from out of state, we're collecting the sales tax on it here to help our industry and our public services, right? And so these all things are tied together and it's a very dynamic moving force, but all of these things together is what we got to pay attention to. So, Absolutely. Well, you and I are both on the selection committee for the new sports museum that's going to be at the Riverfront Stadium. I think that was part of our Starbond requirements that it had to be a two event center and we have baseball and we have the museum. I know you're pretty excited about this. Yeah. You know, the NBC baseball museum as part of the facility is going to be a great attraction. It's an opportunity to really showcase Wichita's baseball heritage and history. A lot of people don't realize how many players that went on to major league stardom came through Wichita and to really celebrate that. The team that we selected is is well known in museum circles, sports museum circles. 
for doing just some amazing work, partnering with some local firms that already have knowledge of the stadium facility. So that always really works together and in tandem very well. So I think it's going to be very exciting. Uh, It's going to take some time. This isn't something you just build overnight. There's a lot of education, a lot of history that has to be learned, a lot of stakeholders interviewed to make sure that they're building something that's going to uh, really do it justice. And so that's going to something we're going to continue to follow. And another thing we'll get to debut uh, along with the stadium itself. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think the public's going to be excited about it. Absolutely. And you know, once we can get through all this COVID stuff and start enjoying some of these things that are, that are, that are happening in our city. I mean, it's down there at Delano um, and went through the new Hutton building. I don't know if you went through there yet or not, but wow, exciting things are happening in Delano. <laughs> well, exactly. The whole Delano footprint between the stadium, you mentioned Hutton, their building, their headquarters, the EPC project with the apartment building, Sycamore Street in front of the Advanced Learning Library getting redone, uh, the hotel. Um, there's a lot going on right in Delano right now. And uh, and it's building to a, a point where it's just amazing. There's just a, such a catalyst going on right in that core. And there's still a lot more to come. Uh, we're just beginning. So it's it's very exciting. You know, can't get here soon enough. <laughs> so uh, if we talk about all the exciting things happening in Delano and downtown, kind of segue in, into our next issue with the homelessness, you know, and we, we've all noticed the increased population. And um, I... I think we're we're moving the needle forward. I think we're making some new strides. We had some success last year thanks to Sally Stang and Vice Mayor Claycomb did a lot to help with the acquisition of the 316 hotel. I think the focus there is is, is kind of centered toward um, females or mothers, Brian. Is that, is that I think of- in the beginning it's temporary emergency overflow for women right okay. now because it's the critical need. But then as it gets remodeled and renovated, it'll be for family because that doesn't really exist right now. So working very closely with humankind and they are very much, that's the old interfaith ministries, working with them and, and building a, I don't want to say a campus environment, but certainly a cluster of services uh, in that area that allows families and people that need services. It's all within a close area so that they can get those services, whether it be temporary housing or just assistance on getting things done. So it is a great project. We were able to use some COVID money to help create that because of the impact COVID has had on the homeless population. That was the use that allows us to make this happen. So it fills a very critical need and look forward to seeing that finished out. So, you know, I've got to give kudos to our staff to where they're doing an excellent job going out there and utilizing federal dollars. You know, nobody likes tax dollars. You and I, I know, don't like tax dollars. But if if, you, if there's dollars out there, I, I like them spent in my own backyard. Absolutely. You know, I, I feel like we're better stewards of that money than Washington, D.C. So yeah. I'd rather see that money, whether it be Starbond money that is not going to the state, that we're able to utilize here for, you know, like the baseball stadium or, you know, with the purchase of 316 and, we had an issue come up on our council this week that was another utilization of federal funds. It was from the Justice Department, and it was um, for the police to be able to utilize some new tech support. So 
we had a lot of discussion on that, but big picture, I just look at anytime we're able to utilize federal dollars and, and there's specific, you know, only specific things you, you can utilize that money for it. It's yeah. got to be used for something with police, but I, I thought it was a, a great idea by staff and I was certainly um, in, in favor of that. Yeah. I mean, our law enforcement is some of the people on the front lines of dealing with COVID. And so to be able to use this COVID allocated grant uh, to help them be able to train and get some of their training completed uh, because COVID has canceled a lot of the training, that didn't make sense. Uh, and so being able to use this resource, this software to, to help finish their training out so they can be on the front lines of COVID response. Again, it's federal dollars that were available to us. Let's raise our hand. Let's get it here for our citizens so we can use it. And uh, because it is their tax dollars. And this is a great way to make sure we're taking care of our folks, whether it's citizens or law enforcement officers. So it's it's good to see. And it it was a critical need that had been identified um, for a few years, but just didn't have the resources or the funding stream. This was a funding stream that came available and it made sense. So, so we did, we did have another issue on um, naming the new library um, in, in Southeast Wichita this week. Naming of buildings is something that's a little bit new to us. We, we haven't done a lot of that on, on, on my tenure on the council. I'm on my eighth year and we've only, you know, done just a, a, a few, a few of them. And I, I think we probably need to work on our process a little bit more <laughs> just to make sure, you know, like the library board, did the recommendation and then it comes to council and just I want kind of want to make sure that we're we're more on the same page. You know, everybody's communicated and stuff. I, I certainly, you know, I, I had another suggestion for the name. I wanted to name it after our former mayor Carl Brewer. And I certainly did not like having that, I don't know if I want to say debate or discussion there whenever we were honoring somebody that, you know, it came on there to to have it named after their family and stuff. So hopefully we can kind of have that discussion out of the way next time instead of having to have it. Because, you know, when we're honoring somebody, we certainly don't want to have the discussion as to who's more deserving. Yeah, you're right. Um, We can definitely improve our process there. Um, We don't have the opportunity to name a lot of things, a lot of buildings and stuff, because we don't build a lot of things. But we know we can do a better job of it for sure and not make people uncomfortable I know you had a strong personal relationship with Carl Brewer and I understood where your heart was on that and totally agreed with it. I think there will be an opportunity to identify something to name after Mayor Brewer certainly deserves it. Um, He was a strong leader and I had um, a good relationship with him as well. So I certainly think it's something that we need to identify, but at the same time, we can improve our process and and be very open about it. Again, continue to allow the public to weigh in too, which is a critical part of it. It's it's their facilities that they should have a say in it as well. And we get to make sure that we're looking at a bigger picture, try to anticipate what naming opportunities we're going to have in the future now so that we don't get into this situation again and, and really have a, a much more thought out process that takes care of all those things. So. Kind of, kind of segue here into the conclusion, just looking for a good 2021. Hopefully we can get out and get a little bit more to what it was like prior to COVID. I know Delano's already made a decision to cancel the St. Patrick's Day Parade. 
it, it seems like a long ways out, but it's really not, you know, yeah. two months from now and, you, and you've got to start planning today. And when the numbers are high, it was probably a good decision. You know, hopefully we can take a good look at Riverfest and, you know, hopefully we'll have some opportunities to where we can become a little more social here. Yeah. And I think one of the things I'm most looking forward to for 21 is the completion of the aquatics master plan of phase one and phase two and the reopening of our pools and the debut of these new water playgrounds. You know, we didn't get to use any of them this summer uh, because of COVID and we able to take that opportunity to, to start that master plan. And I think people are going to be really excited when they see these finished out because uh, every one of them is different unique custom for the neighborhood and not only that being able to see each other again and, and yep. getting outside and, and having a good time so having the aquatics master plan complete and getting able to cut a lot of ribbons and, and or first splash or whatever you want to call it right um maybe we should do first splash and not cut a ribbon between that and, and the uh, the baseball stadium I think there's a really a lot to look forward to. And so I couldn't be more excited about 2021. So. Absolutely. I'm excited about it. I think we're, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of things going on nationwide right now. And, you know, me with a real estate background, I'm, I'm always the same way, whether it's real estate, whether it's politics, whatever it is, let's just mind our own store. Let's take care of our own house, our own yard, our own community, our own city. And, 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 and I think we're doing that. I think we're there. I, you know, you're not, seeing the negative things going on here locally as much. I, th I think we're just going to mind our own business here in Wichita and we're just going to keep moving forward and we're going to have a great 2021. Yeah, absolutely. It's, my word for 2019 was sore because I thought Wichita was really poised to just take off and, and then 2020 happened. I've got to figure out my word for 21 yet. I think hopefully it's climbing and we're, we're climbing back and to use an air, you know, aerospace term climbing you know we've lifted off we're climbing and we're getting ready to soar again so i think the future is very bright for wichita and very excited to continue to serve with you and the rest of the council and let's take it on okay i like it climbing 2021 brian have a great weekend thanks everybody hey, for tuning in you too thank you